You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Oh, I'm not. No, okay, I'm not. no, okay. Yeah, I did it. All right. Well, it's on. It should are the be other going. ones rolling? Yes, and this is good. So we're all good. We're live? Yeah. Totally live? Uh, yep. Are we lit? Yeah, we're lit. <laughs> Hey, there's some music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. We have uh, animal behaviorist, dog trainer, Brian Donovan. Who is not here currently. Yes, and then the guy sitting next to me. Uh, I made it. <laughs> Matt Fox, hi. Hey, How are you guys doing? Hey, Matt Fox. And on the, <laughs> other, on the other end of the playing field. Me, Sam. Hey, Sam. <laughs> Hi, me. My name's Jamie <laughs> Flanagan. I, I just want to make sure everybody has a good time. It's uh, We help people with their pets, talk about animals, animal-related issues, and uh, animal products, and uh, just have some yeah. fun. Yeah. Just have uh, just a, a ton of fun, and that's uh, that's what we're going to do today. Fun. Third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. That's it. We are going to be talking to Andrea today. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, uh, about uh, her equine gestalt coaching methods. You're getting really good at saying that, yes. too. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I'm not even going to attempt to try to figure it out. We'll let Andrea fill us in when she gets here, and that's going to be just in a couple short minutes from now. But, uh, Matt, you're a bit of a dirty bird. Yes. I mean, sh- okay. Oh, what? <laughs> I called him a dirty bird. What does that even mean? I don't know. He's I'm a dirty just, birdie. You're a dirty birdie. It's, it's an old per- people way of saying you nasty. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never Call heard that somebody before. a dirty bird? Yeah. Or maybe I have. Yeah. But why a bird? Why not like tree or something? Or a cat. Yeah. So, <laughs> like this news article here. <laughs> Segway. Yeah, look what the cat dragged in. Dirty Parasites. Oh, uh, researchers no. found that house cats that roam outdoors will more like are more likely to pick up diseases than indoor cats. Cats uh, can contract parasites from insects, prey, soil, and other animals and can spread them, here's the thing, to humans, oh. uh, pets, or wildlife. So uh, That's uh, why we don't let our cat outside. That's right. So you got a kitten? Congratulations. You've joined the club of nearly 36 million Americans with pet cats. But now, will your kitty be an indoor cat? Or an outdoor cat. She's an innie. Yep. Uh, Percy Cat, he's inside. Colleen lets him out every once in a while oh, yeah. while she's gardening. Yeah. yeah. But just... Uh, Does he not sh- run away? On a short leash. No, he just kind of loiters around oh, the deck. that's cute. If he wanders too far away, she goes, Percy! And he just he zips right back up. Wow. I do it, and he just looks and laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> we know who the boss is. But if you do have a kitty, uh, you might want to keep it indoors. Suggest a study published recently... In biology letters, after comparing nearly two dozen studies from around the world, researchers found that outdoor cats were nearly three times more likely to contract parasitic infections than indoor cats. I think that's what happened to my cat. So, yeah, got got a little ill? Yeah. No, he used to be an inside cat, and then uh, I think we started to like put him outside like the last like two or three years we had him, and he like got some kind of like disease uh, or something. Well, that's the, you know, the ticks. Buried them in our backyard. Yeah, the ticks that are out there. Yeah, no. You know, eagles that come down and swoop and, you know, take the cat away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Kaylee Chalkowski, a doctoral student at Auburn University, led the study, and she said, I was kind of surprised. I was was expecting that maybe infections that were spread from cat to cat wouldn't be influenced by outdoor access, but they all were influenced just the same so the, it's it's more what's the word that uh for when you contract a disease from a from an animal zoonotic zoonotic yeah, okay so i was going to say mad cow disease mad but okay. cow disease. <laughs> when a when a yeah when a when a cat or a or so yeah some sort of animal um get you sick yeah can get you get you sick yeah it's um, zoonotic zoonotic yeah, so all right um yes thanks for that yeah cool. Or not cool because it's a disease, <laughs> it's a sickness. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so there you go. So, don't uh, indoor cats are, are better off, and you have uh, other issues that can um, impact your kitty cat too, like uh, feline uh, leukemia and mm. FIV, the kitty AIDS, which That's is a really real thing. prevalent. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh my so gosh. F- FIV and then feline leukemia, which uh, cats can spread because uh, they scratch right through a scratch, right, or through. Can uh, they spread it to us? No, those those oh, those okay. those ailments are not zoonotic, but uh, uh, from cat to cat, very much so, oh, and man. even just spitting. So cats, you know how they like to hiss. Um, even the cats just spitting can can cause some issues. That's so sad. Yes, issues. definitely. Definitely caused. Oh, I see what you guys did there. Some troubles. You like hissed issues. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a second, don't it? Yeah. (laughs) But uh, so, what kills the most birds in major cities? Snakes. Uh, no, no, it's probably not snakes. The most birds, mm-hmm. I would say, power lines. All right, well, we're gonna find power out. Power lines. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna find out. We're gonna talk about birds and their uh, demise in major cities after we talk to Andrea. Excellent, our guest. I'll just so we're call her. Hopefully, she answers. Even though we're up. three minutes early. Look at us. So yeah, we're gonna give it a try. Do 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 do. Oh, I didn't do the cool music. No, it uh, jumped right to connected. <sighs> I hope this works. <laughs> I'm going to feel real bad if it doesn't. Hope she remembers too. Yeah, it's always <laughs> helpful. I almost forgot. The website is a, an interesting uh, website name as well. You, you called, did you just confirm with her today? It was a few days ago. Oh, fair right. play. I should have emailed her today, but I totally forgot. Hi, you've reached Hi. Andrea. I'm not available to take your call at the moment. We'll try okay. back. Okay. Right. Try back in two more minutes cuz she's No. No. Well, yeah, I, we were <laughs> 2 minutes early, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I mean that was right because that was her voicemail. It was the same voicemail we got the other time, too. Um So, all right. I thought it said a different name. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. But that no is worries. the number. Yep, that is the number. Hmm. She answered last time. Okay, it's fine. We maybe we'll wait a few more minutes or maybe I'll just email her. Yeah, but uh, what kills the most birds in in major cities? Snakes, probably not. Snakes, snakes on a plane. I I still say Samuel Jackson. Buildings, buildings, buildings are the most dangerous thing for birds in major, killing nearly millions, millions every year, every year, millions of birds. Just buildings, buildings like jump out in front of them. Yeah, buildings. Yeah. Damn you, glass. Yes. (laughs) Is it because they just don't? Registered, like, oh my gosh, that's a building. Like, they're just like, that's <laughs> that sky. other bird. That other bird's coming right for me. He better move. <laughs> I'm not moving. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm gonna play chicken. So, all right. So, the, you the, imagine how that yeah, feels? Uh, like, painful. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So, white throated sparrow is among the birds most commonly found uh, facing its demise from flying into buildings in New York, according to uh, wow. the New York City Audubon Society. Um, every year, millions of birds migrating at night are often distracted by the city lights and die by flying into American buildings. Huh. Apparently, they don't run into the Japanese towers. <laughs> Just the American Just ones? the American buildings. <laughs> uh, now a study shows where they might be at the most risk and how it affects, how efforts to save them might be honored. Chicago, Houston, Dallas are the most dangerous cities for boys traveling at wow. night. Based on their prime location along uh, North America's busiest migratory routes – and their uh, light pollution that they produce. So the combination of the produce, uh, the pollution, uh-huh. uh, the nighttime lights, and birds just in a hurry to go. I don't get these kids to Disneyland. <laughs> They're gonna, they'll never shut up. <laughs> Come on, don't make me turn this car around. Yeah, but they're flying at night. You can't see at night. Well, the lights are distracting. The one they're blind. Yeah. And then the haze from all the pollution. They're flying blind at the same. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And smack, smack a doodle. Oh. So the lights will pull the birds in, uh, and they circle, they become disoriented, and uh, that that, uh, leads them into hitting the buildings. Overall, scientists estimate anywhere from 365 million to nearly a billion birds are killed in such accidents every year in the United States. While researchers are still investigating the causes, experts believe that uh, many can be attributed to the disorienting allure of artificial light. How would you like that job? Every morning at 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning, you got to walk around the building, pick yeah. up the birds. Oh, oh my man. God, because that seems like a lot. It does. It I just mean, seems like a lot. Just sweeping like, up. 350 million birds. Yes. Yeah. 
It seems like yeah. That's How many buildings like, are in the uh, world? Oh, if there's plenty. So, Dave, <laughs> it's your turn to go pick up the birds. <laughs> oh, I wonder what we're gonna see today. <laughs> I don't want to pick up the birds. <laughs> well, it so, is your job, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Why, well, where did that come why from? Why I'm doing voices and why they're why bad they... British accents. <laughs> Do when British... it's Dallas, Chicago, and Houston. <laughs> yeah, well, let's say do British. There's a there's a big uh, Liverpool import into Houston, <laughs> Sam. I don't know. You've, you've left. You haven't been in Texas for a while. Oh, but there's no, a, yeah. Yeah, there's a big liver. I used to live in Houston. Shut up, Ringo. <laughs> Go pick up the birds. All right. Surprise bad, it bad. A, I'm surprised it wasn't a Mexican. Oh, never mind. Bad, bad, bad. Wait, bad, what bad. does that matter? Oh, because of the wall? Uh, the proximity. There is no wall, is he, there? He's, mm. See, he's ignoring it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be political. No. Nope. Yeah. Um, all right. So to better understand the danger, Dr. Horton and his colleagues set out to identify the cities where the greatest number of birds encounter the most artificial light during the nighttime migration. Coming up with the rankings was priority number one. Uh, where the greatest threats uh, vary by season. So it's uh, the different cities are different at different times of the year, depending on the migration patterns. Wow. And uh, light pollution uh, also adds to the problems. They connected with NASA to collect monthly NASA satellite snapshots over six years. Really? Yep. To measure the migration and pollution activity. They analyzed uh, the activity of nearly 150 weather and radar stations for more than two decades, from 2008 to 2016, researchers observed birds around the annual September 11th uh, tribute uh, in Light Memorial, right? So they put up those two big beams of light in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, two big pillars of light illuminate the sky above the World uh, One World Trade Center. Right. And uh, during the spring migration, that that throws off the birds too. That uh, that light, yep. Yeah, that that throws the birds. They in went too. to the light. They um, built like buildings there now, and the buildings are like reflective, and yeah. like it looks like the sky. Like if you right. look up, so I'd be like, oh dang! If I was a bird, I'd probably hit that. So if so. NASA was involved, did they get the average airspeed of the birds too? Is that an African swallow? <laughs> Or the, it could pick up, you know, by the husks or two of them together. Do you think birds get get, hit when they like launch a a rocket? Yeah. I mean, they don't do Uh, that anymore. They canceled the space program or they stopped funding it or whatever, which is kind of lame. So it's the artificial light uh, has been identified as a key threat to birds. Mm -hmm. Um, The glass, the buildings, the buildings can be so clear the birds don't notice it. Um, and reflect, uh, the glass buildings can reflect nearby trees, tricking the birds into flying into it. Hmm. Uh, some buildings have installed glass with patterns of dots noticeable only up close, uh, or glass made with patterns that reflect ultraviolet light, which is faint and imperceptible to people, but not to birds. So there you go. I'm tired of picking up these birds around the building. <laughs> Perhaps we could put a little dot on the window. There's a... I don't understand why you're doing British accents. I think it's uh, great. Uh, <laughs> Do a well, Texas accent. Well, birds sounded like crazy. <laughs> oh, <bird. laughs> Do a Texan. All right. Do we want to brave it one more time? Yeah, I emailed her. She didn't reply. Usually she emails like, hey, are you going to hit me up? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, for like a few minutes after, but she didn't email me. Yeah, so like well. last week. She's like, are you on the way? And we're like, yeah, we're on the way. Yeah. We will try again. What the heck? Let's give it a, let's give it one last college try. College try? And then uh, give it the old college try. I've never heard that That's before. old timey. More old timey sense. Hi, you've reached Andrea. I'm Hi, Andrea. Call at the moment. However, please Andrea. leave me a message and I'll get All back right. to you All right. Brilliant. All right. So there you go. That's that is that for All right. that. All right. Do you think she can she call us from this number or is it only one way? Um, Yeah, they can call in. They can call oh, okay. In. Yeah, they oh. can. Okay. Anybody, anybody well, can call in. Do you think yeah. we should leave a message? Nah. Okay. We're good. Well, hey, this is the third time that this That's it. happened. And I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's all good in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. This was a question for Brian. I don't know if we can handle it without him. All right. Um, but this is just kind of interesting because um, it, it leads to there's uh, this woman uh, has two cats. Her sister moved in with her. Um, has three cats, Uh-oh. so you know she is. So, so there's five cats. She's crossed the line to crazy cat lady. Mixed family, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, but the cats are from uh, uh, one of the cats is from South Africa. The sister had, <gasps> has been in Africa for seven years, um, and then just came back, and she came back with two cats that she had gone there with, right? Uh, and then one new one. 
So she brought back a, a South African cat. Um, so the, the 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 Persian the 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 South African cat is a three year old Persian. The other twos are are just cats. <laughs> just cats. They're just cats. <laughs> They're good old. Cats. Um, but they haven't really mingled with the existing cats. Hmm. Um, they've been the sisters' cats have been restricted to a bedroom. And uh, but they've traded blankets back and forth between all the cats, so just so, so they get used to each other's. Yeah, scent. it just seems like that would just maybe freak them out a little bit more. But here's here was a part of the question that struck me as interesting: Have you heard of feline pheromone diffusers, and do they work? Is that such a thing? So Google they don't. That. So they Google don't. that Sam feline pheromone diffuser. Don't ask me how to spell it. <laughs> Wait, I know. Is how that to... so they don't get the uh, the urge I to? Can, yeah, you know, do their kitty business. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe is that the so they, you're they, saying pheromones? So I'm thinking, you know, it's real. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I would really. Only 995. It's our new sponsor, actually. I was yeah. just leading into that. <laughs> we have a sponsor? Cat Spray. <laughs> yeah. Catspray.com. Oh, no, it's, it's not a sponsor. <laughs> not at all. Do they no, I'm, work? I'm really Do they work? to yeah. know how Brian would handle that. So I was curious about that um, as well. So it just it, it was kind of interesting to me of that uh, a pheromone diffuser. I'd say, you know, unless they're drawing blood, really. Just uh, cats are noisy. Right. Getting to know each other, make sure everybody has an escape route, mm-hmm. and uh, if it, if it, if it is, if it comes to fisticuffs, don't dive in there. Oh no no no! You got to let it let it settle, especially if they're outdoor cats, because we just learned earlier yes. what happens. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah, so but uh, unless they're coming to fisticuffs, if it's loud, that's okay. If they're if they're scratching, then then you want to right 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 keep them separated. Yeah, don't dive into that. I would say a wa- what, what do they do? A water bottle sometimes or. Just to separate the cats. From, yeah, I, from I wouldn't. Fire. I wouldn't dive in there. No. Save your skin. Yeah, it just. Uh, oh goodness sakes! Yeah, that would just be. It would just be downright, downright dangerous to reach in there. <laughs> Even. You, you had a hand. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you keep, them keep them separated. Uh, there, so yeah, it's uh, oven mitts. Ooh. No, I would. I would do. I would do water bottles and yeah. then. Just break that up, and uh, so have a water bottle at the ready, and if they start scratching at each other, give them a good spritz. But it, it sounds like go. they've uh, grown accustomed to the smell. Hmm. I've grown accustomed to your that's, smell. That's that's an awfully weird thing to hear. Uh, <laughs> it's my fair lady, isn't that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, as I've grown accustomed to your face. face. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm singing show tunes again. <laughs> the last episode of the Man Cave Happy Hour was uh It was all show about tune. show tunes. We man. were <laughs> we were on the, the show tunes. Um our tenor so, voices were coming out. That is that is it. Show tunes. Uh so dogs, yes, right? Sir. Sam, you just moved. I did. Right? You got uh, kicked out of your house. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't really get kicked out. You got kicked out of your house. Living in a van. Oh, no. I mean, my parents just sold the house. And And you don't, they didn't have another one yet. Yeah. So I didn't get kicked out. They got money, like, for, like, leaving because they sold it. But, like, yeah. So now they got to find a place. All right. Yeah, no. (laughs) So, but if you get lost, Samantha, how are you going to get home? Drive. Drive. (laughs) Use my GPS. (laughs) Use a GPS. Well, dogs don't have GPSs, but somehow they manage to find their way home. Do you hear stories of dogs traveling long ways? How do they do that? How do they, how do they find their way home? Here's an article about, uh, it's, uh, scented breadcrumbs. No, that's not how they do it. That's the little cartoon (laughs) that went along with it. But, that's so uh, cute. Uh, these people um, were talking about this. They said, our dog escaped from our car and he found his way home on his own from nearly three miles away. He was home the next day. Wow. How do, you, do, okay, so how what, do dogs do wait, that? Wait, where was he? Where did he? How did he get lost? What did it say? He, he escaped from the car. Oh, he escaped. So it was just a whoops. Right? Oh, they so were out and about and they're three miles like, away from home. And it was like, wait, where's Rex? <laughs> Son of a gun. I feel like, is that his name? No, I, <laughs> I feel like if a dog like leaves like intentionally, I feel like if they really like their home, they're not trying to like get out, then they'll come back. Right. Like so, it's not. Yeah. 
So, but what took so long, right? He was only three miles away. It took him a whole day to get home. So, <laughs> oh wow. Uh, I mean, he. Wa- I mean, if he's like short and stubby, like. Well, I had to go sniff. How many things were there to sniff? Yeah, between he probably there had and to there, sniff. Right? Yeah. Right. There's a there's a lot of smelling to do. Yeah. There's a lot of dogs in that three mile period. Right? Yeah. There's a whole lot of sniffing going on. So, what took so long? Dogs are well known for their ability to backtrack to a beloved home or person. Mm-hmm. Most animal behaviorist uh, experts attribute their navigating ability largely to a hypersensitive sense of smell. So, I wish we had that. So, yeah, it's uh well, I can usually sniff out a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Or I'm a cheese. dog. You're a dog, man. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good at spotting some cheese, too. Does that make me a mouse? <laughs> I like cheese, Samantha. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. So three miles isn't really that great of a distance compared to some epic homeward bound journeys that oh, dogs yeah, that occasionally movie. have made. The three mile radius uh, would be rich in odor guideposts for the dog. Hmm. Uh, so three miles is, is uh, that's that's child's play for a puppy. Right. So the theory is that a dog creates a map of scents from odiferous sites like food stores, fertilized gardens. Or even just a hint of a owner's scent on the ground or in the air. Mm. Dogs are especially sensitive to odors of the humans in their lives. Mm. So there you go. Studies using MRI imaging to study the activity in uh, the in in certain parts of uh, the dog's brain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, showed that uh, they were activated more when they smelled the hen- scents of their humans. I would almost want my dog to know the scent around your neighborhood. Right, right. Right? So you roll down your window, drive them around so they know the scent of the neighborhood. So mm-hmm. if they do get lost, you know what? They might be a few miles out, but they'll find their <clears> way Just home. don't drive. Just don't drive to the White Castle. No. Don't, don't do that. Don't That's... <laughs> I can usually smell that one out, too. <laughs> uh, you so went there. Dogs of varying breeds were exposed to their own scent uh, or that of a familiar strange or a f- familiar dog or a strange dog, strange human or a familiar human. Uh, and by far the strongest activation was the exposure to the scent of a familiar person. And what they thought was their antip- anticipation was, oh, you're in love. There's uh, the anticipation was that uh, the dogs smell the human. And they they assume that um, there's a treat coming, right? Much like when Dave walks into a yeah. studio, there's a treat right there. <laughs> I uh, I saw him walking up the boardwalk, and uh, I started all Pavlov salivating. And sure enough, he walked <laughs> in the room with uh, some frosty beverages. David, thank you, thank I appreciate you, that. The bartender, I can take no credit. The bartender just gave them to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know us. Oh no. <laughs> So much for behaving myself. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So the dogs uh, react more to their human scent because um, they're kind of expecting a, a treat. I love that. So, yeah, another navigational clue may come from dogs' suspected sensitivity to the differences in magnetic orientations. Uh, so, Sam, it's your GPS. That metal plate in your head, it'll help you get home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a metal plate in my head. Work, work, you guys do. Work with the group, Sam. <laughs> Work with the group. Bong, bong, bong. (laughs) Uh, So studies of dozens of dogs found that they usually prefer uh, to defecate uh, with their bodies aligned north and south in orientation. Really? Uh So they – so – and that preference disappears when the magnetic field is disturbed. Isn't that crazy? So dogs know north and south. Uh, So pay attention to that. Next time your dog is dropping a deuce – uh, you Wait, take them do out they on a walk. face north or do they face south? Either or. Either way. Either way. So what if you're like, oh, Depends I Depends if go... they're north or south of the equator. It does? No. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you. Well, it depends on it. Wait. That means we're north of the equator. We are. We are. But if you get north of the 47th parallel, then it changes again. What is that? <laughs> you don't know your latitudes and longitudes. No. Uh, Look, I haven't taken it. The 47th parallel. It's actually the only reason I know that it, it runs through Michigan is because. Uh, oh, it does? Yeah. It's like uh, where? Because it runs through up near Traverse City. Oh, um, I love it up we're there. We're down around 46. Oh, down okay. around here. Damn, 46. Um, in the metro Detroit Such area. Such a lame number. But because uh, there's in Michigan, uh, there's wine country up in Traverse City. Um, and if you follow the 47th parallel around the globe, it's wine country. In uh, Italy. 
Mm-hmm. No um, way. And so that's why they say that uh, you know Traverse City is is good wine country because it's it's it a similar. Uh, it's not the same. Uh, uh, so if you were to ride same, your it's bike, it's not the same climate. Climate, yeah, the climate is different, but you get this. You, it's, it, there's, oh, there's similarities there's to the climate yeah. uh, that make uh, Traverse City good. Actually, Michigan wines, the white wines are better. The reds, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go, California or definitely Italy, Europe. Italy, Italy. Yeah, Europe. for sure. Yep. I'm going to Europe. Very. I did not know that about puppies. Their olfactory senses just astound me because they can find anything anywhere. It's like when you're at the airport and you have they they sniff everyone's luggage as you're walking through the line through security. Right. You know? Oh yeah. It's just amazing because they're looking for whatever they smell. Yeah. That doesn't matter. So. So do we want to torment Samantha a little bit? Always. I mean, oh, sure. I love. I love. I love messing with Sam. <laughs> I don't know if I like messing with Sam. I do. Tis <laughs> one of my. Tis one of my favorite things. Fact or fiction. It's the middle one. I called it. (laughs) (laughs) So read them out of order, Matt. All right. (laughs) All right. There you go. Don't read them out of order. Fact or fiction. All right. Here we go. There are three headlines ripped from the news. Two are absolutely true. One is completely false, fabricated by me a little earlier in my classroom when I should have been (laughs) creating papers or whatever the hell I was doing. Um, So, yeah, two facts, absolutely true. One is false. Matthew is going to read all three of them to Samantha. All right. And then, well, because there's only two of us. And then um, Sam has to decide which is the fake fact. Good luck, Samantha. All right, Sam. Here, headline number one. Are you ready? And Jamie, that says llamas, yes? Llamas. All right, making sure <laughs> that that whole uh, spelling, is that how you spell llamas? Sure. All right, fair enough. So a pack of four llamas lost in Nevada after moving truck broken in a rest stop. Can you, like, move it a little bit? Like, no, like not this? at all. No. Okay, what was it again? Sorry, I was thinking about trying to read it from the... <laughs> so a pack of four llamas lost in Nevada after moving truck broken in a rest stop. Okay, that's mm-hmm. believable. All right, so... Second headline is Longhorn escapes meat packing plant in Oklahoma. Ooh. And number three, Do Longhorns live in Oklahoma. And number three, Mountain Lion oh. takes a daylight stroll through neighborhood. <laughs> Mountain lions don't live in the neighborhood. God, I'm dang looking it. for some tea. <laughs> Wait, can I? Can, can I, I just wonder if I you have a cup of brown sugar? Wait, I I don't want. Can I have tea. one? Can tea I can I a refer headache. a friend or what does that say? Can Call you a phone friend? a friend? Phone a friend to refer a friend. Jeez, want, I'm not well, that there's, old. There's, there's, Are there's, young? Uh, there's there's trouble with that, Samantha, because uh, <laughs> that would the precursor to that would be you would need to have a friend. Oh, you guys are mean. Oh, wow. Samantha. I do have a friend. We love we love you. We're your friends. All your friends are here and tormenting oh, you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, so. my only friends. Um, <laughs> all right, so read those three I'll headlines. Read all three again. of them again. You ready, Sam? They all sound believable, but they all sound fake. So a pack of four you llamas. You did good this time. Yeah, he did really well. A pack of four llamas lost in Nevada after moving truck broken in a rest stop. The second one, Longhorn escapes meatpacking plant in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And Mountain Lion takes a daylight stroll through neighborhood. <laughs> daylight. Wait, daylight. Mountain lions aren't out in the daylight. I say it's the Mountain Lion's one. No, wait, 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 I changed my answer. <laughs> Wait, you guys, please give me a hint. I want to be right. I want to be right because I said the middle one. I know the middle one's a Longhorn one. I know it is because I saw it on the paper. Okay, and I should maybe I should go with my first answer. <laughs> what do you guy. guys? What just do you go. think it is? <laughs> I actually, read them. I'm not actually. You, well, you don't know. You don't know. I, don't I just know. gave you guess, the headlines. You, if you, I'll pick whatever you guess. Uh, I'm gonna say the llamas. Shit. <laughs> so what are you gonna What are you gonna pick? Samantha. All three. All three is not an option. <laughs> Which one? The 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 mountain lion taking a stroll. Okay. The longhorn taking a stroll, or the longhorn doesn't take a stroll. Or the llamas in... taking a stroll. Llama, llama. They're all taking a stroll. Okay. That's the thing. They all they're all taking a stroll. That's kind of the theme, right? The oh, they're all leaving they're a all place ta- yeah, where they're so not that's... supposed to be. Right, right. So they're all taking a stroll. So is it the llama? Mountain is lion. it the? It's the mountain lion. Yes. Seven years of college down the drain. 
Uh, it, was, it was the llama story, Matthew. God, it was correct. No! That's the one that sounded believable. <laughs> I worked hard on that one Yeah, today. you did. <laughs> I worked on L-L-A-M-A. I've never gotten one right. I've gotten like one right and nobody was here to see it. L-L-A-M-A. What did I, did I not spell? Llama? L-L-A-M-S. A-M-A. A-S-O-S. <laughs> you missed an A. Wait. Well, and then I couldn't believe you said that. Lums. I'm like, okay, Matthew, Lums. if you point out a misspelling in it, <laughs> she's probably going to know that's the one I wrote. Oh my, God. oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. I know. I'm like, Matt, ixnay on the spelling A. <laughs> that's, that's not I, 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 He basically told you as the whole bloody thing got started. There was a method to my madness, Sam, because oh. I'm just trying to help you out. Trying to help us oh sister out. Oh, my God. Know? I didn't even I know. I missed the second well, no. Sometimes when you copy and paste the uh, the mm-hmm. headline, sometimes mm-hmm. they're in this big, ugly font, and you have to, like, correct it. So I thought maybe you retyped it, and you no, just, no. like, yeah. well, I actually, don't know. I actually did retype all three of them, so... There could it could be rife with spelling errors. <laughs> yes, see, I didn't even think about that. So I, I did that, so I do that, so the fonts are all the same. So if yeah, you can so you see, can't tell. Yeah. Um, you now can't I understand see. why Jamie looked at me and twitched real quick. I, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Oh my, he doesn't want me to get it. He's mean. <laughs> yes, you're mean. I'm changing the name of the segment to pick on Sam. <laughs> I've never gotten one right. I got one right, and like nobody was here. You were here, and that was it. So nobody believes me. (laughs) It's recorded. It's it's podcast gold. (laughs) All right, Matt. So uh, our true true stories was that a a Longhorn uh, escaped a a meat packing making packing plant and and a mountain lion. So they were about to get needed. Well, yeah. Well, here we go. So animal rescuers in Oklahoma are asking the public to keep an eye out for a 700-pound longhorn that escaped from a meat meatpacking processing plant. A meat processing plant. Is that plant why they're well. extinct? They're not extinct. Aren't yeah. they aren't they endangered? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I don't think these guys have my best interest <laughs> at heart. <laughs> so the, 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 the um, Well, have you guys ever seen a big old longhorn? You know what a longhorn <laughs> looks they got, like? They got re- that's what they sound like. <laughs> They're very big. And can you – no, but see, this is – how big? 700 pounds? 700-pound long 700 pounds. And they can't find it. That's the thing. <laughs> He's ter- how long has it been gone? Uh, we'll get there. So a lot – What day was that published? 700. It's an old story. But. <laughs> oh. So a lot in animal welfare said uh, workers at Lawton Meat Processing arrived at work at 8 a.m. Wednesday and discovered the longhorn was missing from its pen. The agency said a longhorn was reported about five about five a.m. Wednesday on Interstate Forty Four. Hey, oh man! Hey, buddy, can you give me a ride? <laughs> Put the top down in the convertible because my horns are going to stick out. So, if a vehicle, including trucks, come in contact with an animal this large, the results are never good. I thought because longhorns were you never pick up hitchhikers. Mm-mm. You never no. pick up hitchhikers. Wait, so they're they're taking meat? <laughs> Out of like they're they're like killing them for meat. Yeah, yeah, those are those are yeah, yeah. But apparently, this bovine is gentle towards people. It knows. But yes, it's a very wary. Of I love strangers. the word bovine. That's <laughs> yeah. like my favorite word, or like my second favorite word. My goodness, man. Yeah, you don't wow. pick, don't pick up hitchhikers, especially ones that are longhorn. Oh, I would pick up him. He'd probably be really cute and nice and stuff. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> he's got his hands out. He's being a longhorn. So, but most often the the longhorns are usually quite a, quite aggressive, and they have that's the thing. It's like the Texas uh, yeah. longhorn. The, the they have those really long. really long yeah. long horns. Uh, they're known for their their lean meat. So, yes. sorry to all our veggie friends, uh, but sorry, cows taste good. Um, so, but yeah, so, uh, but he was like, I'm out of here, man. I don't, I'm getting the heck out. And then they can't find him. How do you, how do you misplace this? Just plodding down the road and those like 12 foot horn span. How does, how does it, how does it, that just, that's what cracked me up about this story is like, <laughs> it's, it's like, I can't. is it holding up like a branch in front of it and hide mine and there's a big horn sticking out? Yeah, I don't know. So the other story was about the mountain lion cruising through a neighborhood. Apparently a mountain lion takes a daylight stroll through his, uh, through a neighborhood. So And uh, that everybody sees. 700 pound longhorn. <laughs> nobody can find the bloody thing. Little kitty cat 
All right, a little big kitty cat. Right. Everybody sees it. All right, tell, tell me about the-, the... So uh, a mountain lion that took a daylight stroll through a California neighborhood was captured after wandering right up to a resident's front door. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. We're wondering if you had a cup of brown sugar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She gives me a headache. Uh, Brian Potter O'Shea. I wonder if he's Irish. Uh, who lives in the North Natomas area of Sacramento, said her husband was driving home from the gym Sunday when he spotted the cougar near the family's home. She said he saw the mountain lion flee into a neighbor's backyard and then went inside to check the security cameras. The ring the ring doorbell camera had recorded the mountain lion wandering right up to the home's front door moments later. The Sacramento Police Department said the big cat was first reported at about 10 a.m., and was captured by wildlife authorities shortly before 2 p.m. So it was walking around the neighborhood for four good hours. Right, right. Yeah. Just hanging out. Hey, there's yeah, like, there's a, there's a great YouTube or viral video and it's like a mountain lion yeah. coming up to like a patio door mm-hmm. and the house cat just like batting at the door. <laughs> oh, going, yeah. I saw going, that. going, bring it, man. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then it's like, I love that. Yeah. I'm like, this house cat is like, yeah, what yeah. you got? <laughs> but I got a squeaky right toy. <laughs> I got some catnip. Bring it. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. So a fish and wildlife biologist was able to come out and get a good tranquilizer dart in him mm. and out oh. of the backyard there. Well, they tranquilize it because they got to carry it out. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah. Not no, walk they can't have say, it in the yard. Yeah. yeah. You're kitty. You're kitty. kitty. Ew, come here. Yeah. What does a 300 pound canary say to a cat? Hello? Here, kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> <laughs> How many miles per hour is that? <laughs> All right. Here's another, can you believe this crap story? <laughs> Uh-oh. I, this is going to be a crap story. Uh, so kind of like that, that first story that, that we were reading earlier uh, about the dog, you know, coming from three miles out. And then part of the their, their sensation is, uh, you know. Fecal matter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, dogs smelling their poop and other poops, right? Yep. Uh, finding their way back home. Uh, so, but this is a, a another shitty story. Um, <laughs> it's an excellent way to catch non-pooper scoopers. Uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, residents of the Dakota apartment complex are stepping up their game a little bit and are a little more confident stepping out of their house after management. I uh, ha- have engaged the services of a company called Pause Life. Okay. Uh, the Raleigh News and Observer reported on March 22nd that residents had grown disgusted with the amount of dog feces on the sidewalks and green spaces around the complex. So management turned to a high tech solution. Wait In, for it. Invisipoo. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Residents who own a dog are required to bring the pup Bring them to a pup party where Paws Life collects DNA with a sample, a simple saliva swipe and creates a unique DNA profile for each dog. So they know who did it. The company then <laughs> visits the neighborhood to pick up any stray poopies, gives them a little taste. And then, oh, oh no, that's not how that works. Uh, they pick up any stray poopies. Uh, and the owners whose dogs are a match with the poop's DNA fined? are fined a hundred dollars per offense. That is terrible. Wait, wait, wait. I love so it. yeah. Uh, so the owner of Do, Paws Life, that? Matthew Malik, says uh, we're trying to make the Earth a little bit better place to live on. Are they doing that for like all dogs, or like just in that the dogs? The dogs oh, in, just that, in that? Uh, yeah, because oh, in this apartment okay. complex. Because so. it's probably bad there. So you know what happened? How bad? How bad is the situation in this apartment complex? You know, you know what happened? That they had to. The wow. HOA fees went through the roof, is what happened. <laughs> which is why the fine. Somebody is so went large. out there to pick up their paper without their shoes on, uh-huh. <laughs> and they got a squishy. Yeah, and it was like a Play-Doh not so fun set. Oh, you know, man, right through <laughs> I the love toes. Play-Doh. It just happens, so it's still a little warm. Ew. <laughs> You're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know I you know I'm in a neighborhood and there are dogs everywhere walking around with their pets or their owners and what have you. But I hate it when I find feces in my front yard. Oh. I, I have to take care of my yard. So if people yeah. aren't picking it up, it, I apologize. Yeah. Sometimes I just it ticks me off. Sometimes I just got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping you off late after the pub. You know, there's a tree there. In it's the a long ride back. That's to my house. why they always stop at that corner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
So I think uh, you lost Sam on. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean you do it? Yeah. Oh. I was shapoopying on his lawn. Shapoopy. <laughs> uh, so, like, not to get political, but uh, <laughs> we're heading into politics season. Joe Biden just uh, threw his hat into the ring to be a presidential candidate. Oh, really? Yeah, Biden yeah, 2020. Did. I didn't Biden, know that. Joe 2020. Joe 2020. Joe 2020. Joe 2020. Kanye West 2020. Oh, good God. J-O-2-O-2-O. <laughs> J- J- I'm just but kidding. He, he announces his candidacy. Kidding. He announces yeah, he's running and like hours later throws the first fundraiser. Who? Biden. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it could cause. Is Kanye going West really gonna going to run? Remember when he announced uh, that? Oh, did he? I don't know. He's yeah, gonna... he did it at like some music award show. He's like, I'm running for president in 2020. Oh. Is he going to be like, uh, well, isn't he friends with Trump? Yeah, he likes Trump. So I'm kind of yeah. like. No. <laughs> Make him minister of, I don't know, something. something. <laughs> try, try to pick a product, but then not minister be of the good life. Culturally yeah, insensitive want. by saying that. All right. Anyway, uh, but so, so Joe Biden threw his hat in into the ring. Uh, Trump actually he declared that he wa- he would be running again. Yeah. So it's he of, did? it's official in March. Just in March, he it made it official that he would be uh, <sighs> running again. But here's the thing about uh, President Trump and how it relates. To uh, our show and Please. pets, Trump is not a dog person. No, he's not. Um, he's the first so, well, now I really don't like yeah, him. first yeah, president it. not to have a uh, dog, a president right, right. dog in the da, White da, House. Da, well, let me see here. Yeah, I got this story on Trump from. Uh, da, 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 da. So yeah, how would I look walking across the the light the, the White House lawn with a dog? Uh, he goes, "It's just not me." And, and so you know, I, I, I he goes, "It would be phony. It would be phony of me to to do this." So I'm not going to do it just. Just because, and I, I sure. kind of give a nod um, for that, but uh, he breaks the long traditions of presidential pet ownership. Yep. Um, I'm taking all 18 of my dogs I'm to the to, White House. I'm trying to find out when the last president. we are going to was it Roosevelt? Maybe I don't know if it was Roosevelt. The last president to not have one, correct? Or Nixon? Donald Trump? That's not in the story. I thought it was in the story. I'll Google it. Yeah. But you know what, Jamie, in all honesty, some, some people are just not dog, dog No, people. and it, that's fair. You know, yeah. just because you're president, don't, you know, if, if a dog's not right for your life or a yeah. cat, and it's not even cat. Bill Clinton had a cat. I, Bill, I think Bill had a dog, too. Yeah, they did. So it's like, like cool. that was my college era when Clinton was in office. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few of my fraternity brothers actually uh, uh, interned uh, in the summertime with their political aspirations. John, John Barry, he's in... Uh, he tunes into the face space sometimes, oh, um, but he's a, he's an attorney in Washington now. But oh, he wow. interned uh, with longtime uh, Congressperson John Dingell. Oh, right. Uh, John Dingell, I think, was the longest serving representative in U.S. history. Agreed. Yep. Uh, and now his wife has his seat. The mm-hmm. last president to uh, not have a dog was William McKinley. Okay, wow. so yeah, McKinley. Which so it's was been a long, long time. A hundred and thirty years. But they. But the, it's funny. It's like uh, my fraternity brothers, and it was that was there was another guy, Bill. Uh, crap. Bill Nye. A couple others, no, that were like interns, and oh. they they interned for uh, different uh, you know con- Michigan Congress people, oh, and wow. they were there in Washington. They spent their summers in Washington interning oh, wow, for cool. them and stuff. And uh, it was during the Clinton administration, mm-hmm. and then they had pictures uh, holding like socks, Bill Bill Clinton's cat, and I'm like, <laughs> man, socks. if you guys knew. If the Secret Service knew what I knew about these guys, <laughs> they would not be allowed anywhere near those animals, let alone the White House. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, Just college funny. shenanigans. Yeah, Our that. shenanigans are cheeky and fun. <laughs> I'm not actually in college. You know what, you know what so, did not exist I mean, when you I were am, in college? Not really. Yeah. Cell phones. Cell phones. Oh, yeah, camera we, phones. I had a beeper, baby. Well, you didn't have camera phones, so you got oh. there's stuff. You should be in jail right now. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> what did um, you do? But we won't talk about <laughs> what it. didn't I do? <laughs> oh my All god! Right. But Joe Biden. Yes. Joe Biden. Like I said, he threw his hat in the ring. Um, I, I, do you think Joe can? I uh, think Joe can take. He'll uh, take a run. He think, will make. It, he will make it very difficult. <sighs> yeah. He will I don't make know. It I don't know. If he's gonna, depends on who his run, running mate will be. Right. Uh, that'll, that'll be that'll be a linchpin. Uh, I have I have high hopes for Joe. Yeah. I, I hope I, I wish him well. He seems like a nice guy. I, I just I just want someone to do it right. So, but Joe is a dog guy. He and his family just recently sure. brought a puppy into their life. They, uh, uh his, he and his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, adopted a 10 month old German Shepherd, mm-hmm. uh, just back in October. I believe it was October, November. Awesome. Um, yeah. So they just, uh, from the 10 month old German Shepherd from the Delaware Humane Society, uh, and they're, they're going to foster it for several months. Uh, 
they they had fostered him for several months, and now they officially they officially okay. adopted okay. him. Right. And the dog's name is Major. Uh, so we could have a major moving into the White House. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it's uh, according to the DHA, Major is a, a little from a litter of German separate pups that were given up for adoption. Uh, no, they weren't they, currently doing well, and so they were fostering it and, and brought him back to health, and they liked him so they, much, and they kept him. Were they doing that, uh, fostering him to you know eventually find him a forever home, or they just yeah. fell in love with him and yeah. ended up you know adopting? That's him. it. They fell in love with him. It's uh, the Detroit Lions. Uh, he doesn't play for the Lions anymore. Where is he at now? Golden Tate, uh, Philadelphia he Eagles. En- yeah, he ended up in Philadelphia. I don't know, who yeah. knows where he'll be next year? Probably Philly again, right? But right. Uh, we used it the Detroit Lions. We uh, we did we did some work. Sam and I did mm-hmm. some work for Golden Tate. While while he was here. I think I did it for like De Trois. We did like three or four of them. Yeah. I think it was like three a, or four years in a row, yeah. Yeah. It was and, a uh, bowling. He did a, yeah, he did this yeah. big bowling benefit. But he and his wife uh would foster uh, dogs while they were here. They, so they would uh, they worked with the Michigan Humane Society, and because he he does, he wasn't like a full time Michigan resident, mm-hmm. he was a, a seasonal Michigan resident. Yes, and so they wouldn't get a dog, but they like having a dog in their life, mm-hmm. and so it was a way to promote the Michigan Humane Society, and it was a way to help a dog out, and it was a way to have a dog in their life while they were here. Sure. So it was kind of cool. So they would foster a, a, a dog. Um, and then it was cool. It's like somebody, you know, it, it kind of made it like, oh, I got Golden Tate's dog. And so, uh, and like legally, you didn't like reach over the fence and take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after Golden and Elise moved back to, you know, well, he to, autographed to it their, after, you know, to their summer home. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> they went back to their summer home in, in Cali. Uh, I think they're in California. I don't uh, she's know a, that. she's a California girl. Is she? Oh my God. She's a California Same. girl. Fair enough. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, Golden. But uh, yeah, oh my God, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but they're they're super nice, and they did that too. So the the Bidens were doing that. They were they had they had adopted. They were fostering this dog, and then they just fell in love with it. And so they made Very it. Cool. Uh, they made it the forever home. So that's uh, that's the reason Joe's getting my vote because he has a dog. Probably one of the crappiest reasons to vote for a human being on this planet, <laughs> but uh, it's the one I'm sticking with. You know, I'll tell you, uh, my wife and I, we've actually been contemplating becoming a foster home. Right. Yeah, my puppies. parents have too. Yeah, for puppies. And, you know, but I I would get so attached so quickly. I, you know, I know, I know we'd end up with like five, six dogs. You know? Yeah, same. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love my dogs. Aw. My sweet babies. So where where are your dogs live? How you had like two dogs, right? Yeah, uh, they live with my grandma and my grandma's just down the street. From- oh, okay. Where you're staying? Yeah, my boyfriend's house, yeah. They okay. live on the same area. She's just like two streets over. Fair play. But yeah, they're like right there, so I can still like walk them and stuff. All right. Hey, hey, Sam. Hey, what? Are you ready for a little funny? Yes. Who's bad? I've been waiting. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Who's bad? All right, there we go. Here we go. It's time for the uh, bad animal joke of the week. And uh, here we go, Samantha. Uh, why did the llama fall out of the tree? Uh, it got lost. It was dead. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why was it up in a tree? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you'll see a little theme here. Uh, Are they all dead? <laughs> no. Why wouldn't anyone play with a little longhorn? It died. <laughs> That's your answer for the rest of them. Yeah. Isn't it? Why wouldn't anyone play with a little longhorn? It died. He was too much of a bully. <laughs> <laughs> you see the theme there? It's the three animals from the fact or fiction. Oh, I thought you meant okay. like the. I thought you no, meant like the, the answer. Being, the, yeah, no, I was like, it's the three animals from the. And so, oh, what's the third one going to be? Printed them. Yeah. I, uh, I did mountain lion. So it's going to be about a lion. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call What do you call a lion with chicken pox? <laughs> Why are you lion? I don't know. <laughs> what do you call a lion with chicken pox? A dotted lion. <laughs> That's bad. A dotted lion. <laughs> All right. So uh, why was the woman, and we're done with those. So why was the woman arrested on a cattle ranch for wearing a silk dress? Why was the woman arrested on a cattle ranch for wearing a silk dress? She didn't know what fashion was. She was charged with rustling. I don't get it. I don't get it. Silk dresses rustle. What's what's rustling? Have you ever worn a dress, Samantha? <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, how your can big you be prom a- dress, right? Your big poofy prom dress, all silk, Actually, and you mine move it. Wasn't goes, poofy. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Um, whoosh, whoosh. 
is that familiar at all? Yeah, I'm sure that's like good. Yeah, ASMR but why radio. would you? <laughs> so <laughs> rustling. Why would you be arrested for rustling? Rustling. Well, rustling is also the name for stealing cattle. Besides making whoosh, whoosh, whoosh noises oh, with your dress, I understood the there's rustling. way too much explanation involved in this one. No, I remember that. I just didn't know that that was <laughs> that the going. cow. I didn't know that was like, a th- All right. I didn't know the name. One for Matthew here. You oh, like boy. Chuck Norris jokes, right? Oh, I like Chuck I Norris. All right. Yeah, of course oh, you kind like of. Chuck Norris jokes too? He's kind of cool. All right. One last one to wrap it up here. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> once a cobra bit Chuck Norris <laughs> yeah. after five days of extreme pain. The snake died. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 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 oh, All right. <laughs> so that's it. That is that is about uh, about oh, all all I can stand. Samantha, how do people uh, find us and find out about us? Um, well, you can go to our website www animaltalkradio.com I had to count my W's sorry mm-hmm. uh, animaltalkradio.com that is our website and then we got our social media we have Twitter and Instagram and Facebook they're all Animal Talk Radio or at Animal Talk Radio excellent and you can and find us all up on there here's what we're gonna do uh, we're giving away some t-shirts oh fun we're gonna give away a t-shirt yes we're giving away a t-shirt every month um, and we're giving can away we do it every two week? we're giving away a t-shirt every month okay to the person uh, drawn at random, who send a, sends us a picture of their pet to put in the pet parade. So brag about your pet, right? That's send what we're here about. Picture. We love the animals, and you know, even though I'm a carnivore, I apologize if that offends people. But uh, you know, um, take a picture of your longhorn, take a picture of your llama, or your take a picture of your, your mountain lion, your snake, your, 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 your Chuck Norris, your Chuck Norris. Is that any, what you call it? You got your, <laughs> your, your cat, your dog. And we will put them in the pet parade. Yeah. Uh, and we'll just draw at random uh, of the people who've submitted photos for the pet parade. Or if there's only one of you, you get it. And uh, so, yeah, so there you go. So send in a picture for the pet parade. Uh, you can tweet it about, to us. Uh, it's about you. Yeah, you can tweet. Or you can, email. yeah. So just, yeah, if you yeah. Uh, tweet it and say, hey, put Charlie in the pet parade, Animal Talk Radio on Twitter. Uh, or um, Instagram. Does that work on Instagram yeah. too? Uh, yeah, it works on Instagram. Do you follow too. the Instagram? I do. Okay. So you can you can DM it on Instagram or uh, you can tag just, us on Twitter. Yeah, you can tag it on Instagram or DM us on uh, Instagram uh, or tag us on a Facebook post or, or add it at us messages. on Twitter. Yeah, you know you know all that stuff, all or, that stuff. Or just bring your book down. Email again. it Jamie at AnimalTalkRadio.com. Yeah, or email um, how, if however you, don't know. you want. So message us uh, on Facebook stuff. somehow, something like that. So just get us a picture of your pet. We'll put it in the pet parade on our website. You can go there now, and you can see uh, pictures of pets. In Do the people get to pick the size of their shirt, or is it picked at uh, random? Yeah, no, we'll uh, <laughs> uh, you'll get a, a shirt. <laughs> we were doing we did that, but we did that before, right? You'll get a shirt in, in the me. size of our choosing. In the size of our choosing, that's I'm usually it. a size medium, but you'll I get got a, this extra small. You get this. <laughs> oh, that's why I did that on purpose. <laughs> My movies are showing. Yeah. All right, there you go, Samantha. Have an exotic week. In case you were all thing for me. All right, we are out of time.